As a diabetic, we do need to be intelligent. We need to be aware of what is going on in our life. And I think that the testing is a critical, critical element. I don't care if you're a type 2 diabetic, type 1 diabetic, or just an elite athlete that wants high performance and is fully healthy. Knowing where your blood sugar is at really will optimize performance. So it really starts with that awareness, that decision that if it's going to be, it's up to me. That means I have to start to create routines. I have to create things in my life that are going to help me get the result that I want, right? But for me, a result, an outcome, a goal is critical. But more critical than that is the second R of the, of the R3 method. And that's the reason because resistance happens to be another R comes the minute we set a goal out there. Soon as I say, I want to run five kilometers or I want to get that new job or I want to spend more time with my family, my friends, something seems to come right in our face that we have to persevere through, that we have to overcome. And that requires intelligent selfishness to be aware that I need to test my blood if I want to know if I should eat something or not, or if I'm able to go and have that workout that I know I should right now and I want to have. But if I haven't fueled myself appropriately, I'm going to create a, an issue as a diabetic and it could actually be a negative if I haven't set myself up properly. Let's just talk about that for a bit on my reasons. You know, we're talking about my transformation. You know, I said that I was a, a, a high level athlete before and I was fit and I, I honestly didn't know. I never had to really worry about losing weight because I was so active. Well, when I became a, a type one, I lost 40 pounds of muscle. It didn't come back as muscle. Some of it did. But about 25 to 30 pounds of it was not shaped the way it was before. <laughs> and that resistance, that identity that I had of who I was, it broke me almost because I struggled, right? Mm -hmm. with, with the routines that I had to put in place. And, and I wasn't testing properly because I was in resistance. I am not going to... But the minute I said, okay, I accept, I will accept that I am a diabetic and I have to have a big enough reason to put new routines in place. And that reason was first, I'll be honest, it was selfish. It was intelligent, selfish, because I can't help anybody else if I don't have health, if I don't have the ability to go on the walk or run with my friends or to go out and eat dinner with someone and know what to order or how to order in a restaurant. These reasons so that my life wouldn't be these common stories that we're hearing about people living with diabetes. I want to be uncommon that I would live as if no one even knew I was a diabetic, but proudly. So what do you think about how do we take these reasons and use them as a force, a power, not excuses. That's the negative side of a reason, but a reason, a purpose to persevere through the resistance that comes when we set these goals and results. First of all, I know statistically that most people, 3% um, of all professionals write down personal goals and objectives. 
each and every year, 3%. Um, big study by Gallup. Like we're talking well-educated professionals and they don't write down their goals and objectives. They just kind of live day by day. So we know that that's a huge issue with people is what am I trying to accomplish this week? What am I trying to accomplish this year? What am I trying to accomplish in the next five years? If you, if you add the complication of a serious illness like diabetes or some kind of a, some kind of a traumatizing event, you've got a, you've got, you've got a big challenge ahead of yourself as you well experienced. Um, you lose yourself, you lose your, 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 your past life. And now you have to recreate your, your new life. Yes. And so I would say that it's an opportunity to start again, to really craft out the next, um, two, three, four months, six months in a year and have a plan of action to really address low energy, blood sugar, uh, A1C, if they have it, weight control and gain, those sorts of things. It's like, what can I do? Because really what we're, what you experience and we all experience is the lack of education, the lack of knowledge to take that action. But um, like you did, it starts out with that thought is, I'm starting a new life. There's a massive change here for me. And now I've got to take some actions, but I don't know what to do. So I would say reach out, get the right information, but, but have the plan for the areas of your life that, are, that you're really struggling with. I think uh, what you said is also really important for us all to understand is that we have to look at everything as an opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to grow. It's not happening to us. This is happening for us. Am I saying that our diabetes is happening for us? No, but I get to choose my mindset, the way I think about this moment that I'm in and how I'm going to respond to whatever the life brings me. That resistance that is part of life. It doesn't go away. We make a decision. We think we made the right one and immediately there's more decisions to be made now, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think where this leads and we're going to really dig into our routines and actions, but when we clearly know what we want, Bob, and we set that beacon out there, that's what I want. The best method I have ever found in life to this day is to surround myself with people that already have it, to go and get involved. If I want to be a runner, then I better go and join a running club to be around runners of all different levels that's basically community. That's what we're doing with UD community. Diabetics, learning how to live an uncommon diabetic life. Get involved in a community. It doesn't have to be obviously ours or anything, but be involved with people that have what you want because they already know the path to it. The second thing is that reason. You got to dig deep. It's got to be not just a thought because thoughts create beliefs and meanings about us, positive and negative. But it's our feelings, our emotions that creates our motions, right? we got to move from our head into our heart. And that's those reasons that drive us. And for me, I'm going to make a funny one. It's on my mug here. Just mm -hmm. a simple reason. <laughs> I want to be the most jacked grandpa that I can be. I'm so blessed with my little Weston, you know, and that opportunity to be a, a young grandfather, right, 52, but I'm looking at it going, what an amazing opportunity. I'm going to be that. Why? In 20 years from now, 
I want to be running around with him, doing stuff when he's going to college and being active still. Well, that starts now. That's not a then thing. It's a now thing, right? That's a reason. I don't care. And I use that as a funny one, but it's got to be in your heart, your feelings, your emotions, because that is what drives my motion. I don't know what it is for you or for all of our watchers, but the real truth is move from our head. Let's get in our heart. Find that reason that will get us over those rocks of resistance and move forward into action routines that as diabetics we can implement to drive the results. It's a full circle, this whole R3 method, right? So let's dig into these actual routines that we can do, Bob. And you hit the first one, accept where we are and measure. Because now we actually know where we're going. We've set the goal. But the next point in creating a map as an adventurer, you know this better, is you better well know where you are. The two points, because you can't create the connection if you don't know the resistance, the obstacles, the things that have to be navigated between the two points. So testing is a really important one, as you mentioned already. Well said. And as a type one, it's life. It's truthfully, if I don't test, I could be in a crisis within a snap. So, yeah, you know, I'd say just to build a bit on what you're saying, Heath, is it's an individual situation. Everyone's individual. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of what we're uh, dealing with uh, uh, when we're having challenges is our low energy level, low mental energy, low physical energy. So I think that that's a big burden and a, or a big barrier to um, to having a reason. Like if we're mm -hmm. if you're feeling sick, if you're feeling um, not well. It's really hard to get out of bed in the morning, never mind pursue a passion. Like, what yes. is your passion? What is my reason? These are complicated questions for someone that's not, not operating at 100%. It's hard enough for people that are operating at 100% to figure that out, <laughs> never oh. mind being sick. So, I was, so I think, you know, all the, yes. for our listeners, I would say that um, em embrace, embrace that feeling, embrace that feeling of sickness, embrace and feel. Feel that it's totally normal. It's um, it's an it's a it's a legitimate it's a legitimate place to be, and yes. um, for 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 a lot of us, it's it's up taking little micro steps, little micro steps. And here's here's some ideas: is call up a friend, yeah, read a read something that's positive online, um, order a book on Amazon, um, go for a short walk, open the window, <laughs> get some fresh air. Honest to goodness, I've been there. I've been there where just opening the window and getting fresh air is a great micro step.